The following podcast is a mass media production. Hey, this is Chad Namiro. And I'm Kelly Namiro. Welcome to the Balancing Chaos Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we will interview guests about wellness, business, and just about everything in between. Our goal is to help you develop a lifestyle that promotes health, wholeness, and success. Through our conversations, we hope to inspire you to live a beautiful, full, and joyful life as you navigate balancing the chaos. We hope you enjoy. Are you looking for a trusted resource for luxury Las Vegas real estate? The Ivan Share Group is the expert in the luxury Las Vegas real estate market, specializing in high-end homes and luxury high-rise properties. And trust me on this one, Chad and I can attest, they are so amazing. We've been working with them for the last few months on trying to find a new home, and they're showing us the most incredible properties. The Ivan Share Group is a dynamic team of leading real estate experts dedicated to client satisfaction. Their extensive expertise in Las Vegas and Henderson allows them to help luxury home buyers find their dream home no matter what their needs are. And like I said before, we are super, super specific on what we need, like a playroom for the kids and a home gym and <laughs> things that not all homes have. And they are really good at showing us exactly what we want to see. They're dedicated to helping you buy, sell, or invest. So contact Ivan and his team today at 702-315-0223 or visit isluxury.com to learn more and learn what they do differently. The Ivan Share Group is luxury, your trusted resource for Las Vegas real estate. Hey everyone, welcome to the Balancing Chaos podcast. We are far past the midway point. We have about two episodes left this season and um, I speak for both of us when I say it's been an incredible journey, super fun for both of us. to our surprise, the most popular episode has actually been the one about getting to know us, so to that end. So we wanted to come back and answer some of your listener questions. Um, I think that you guys all know me really well, but it's been kind of a fun ride to get to know Chad and to get to know us as a couple. Um, so last week, I had you guys submit some of your questions for us um, through Instagram, and we're going to answer those today. So we'll pick you know, the ones that were asked most common and we'll go from there. So I hope you guys really enjoy this and we'll definitely do this again next season. But without further ado, let's get started. All right. So what is the first question that we have, (laughs) which is funny because we actually just got into this argument probably like two days ago. It's what is your most frequent argument as a couple? Okay, so I'm going to be totally honest with you guys because that is what my platform is all about, Um, honesty and, you know, being real and raw. And so our most frequent argument, I'm not going to lie, is about Instagram. That is our most frequent argument and about me being more present and in the moment. And it's something that I'm really working on and something that Chad challenges me on a lot because he's so great with it. Um, You know, he's really present. He fully deleted the app. He doesn't even have it anymore. So, um, do you have anything to say on that? (laughs) It's hard. It's an incredible tool for communication and connection. And like for, for my business, you know, like for for marketing my business, but there's just a dilemma and it's not just Instagram. It's technology in general. Um, as 
helpful and convenient and uh, productive it can be for everyone, the reality is it's also an incredible distraction and life is short and, and moments are, are, you know, even shorter. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, you just can't get to a place where um, documenting the experience ever becomes more important than, than the experience itself. But everyone's guilty, myself included. Um, yeah. I think it also, like, not only does it take you out of the moment from, you know, being with other people, it also takes you out of the moment from, like, tuning into yourself and knowing what your own preferences are. Um, when you get ca- so caught up in listening to what other people have to say and hearing all of the outside noise of, oh, I'm doing this diet or I'm doing this workout, it's, it becomes harder for you to tap into what's true for you and what's in alignment for you. And it takes away from your own confidence and your own self-trust. So I think it, it's really complex issue. Um, and yeah, it's something that, like I said, I work on a lot. Um, and I try to have a separation between my work life and my personal life, even though I do love sharing some of those personal moments with you guys. So yeah, that's, that's our most frequent (laughs) argument. (laughs) There's that. Um, so the next question is how do you stay connected as a marriage, um, or after marriage? So for us, I think that that's also something that's, you know, challenged us as a couple before having a kid, it was always really easy to go out and have a date night and, you know, come home and like not have any distractions and not that West is a, like a bad distraction, but he is a distraction to us as a couple and our romantic life. Um, so I would say one thing that we've tried to really, you know, install in our, in, in our romantic life is a date night. That's one thing that we try to do. It's not, it doesn't happen every week. But we try to make it happen and we'll send West over to my mom's and we'll go out to dinner and have like real adult conversation where we're not, you know, hitting toys and (laughs) listening to screaming um, for like three hours and then we'll go pick him up and that's that. But um, that's one thing. Anything else that you think after marriage? I think it's more like after kids because after marriage, not much changed. Yeah, it's, it's not hard to, if you can't manage a relationship you know, just being married prior to kids, oh, you you might have problems. But I'm, <laughs> yeah, honest. Um, yeah, date nights are big, and I mean, honestly, it's like one thing to say it, but like, yeah, I was against this at first, but it's 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 kind of sad, I guess, but it's highly effective. Is like putting it in the calendar and really making sure you stick to it and holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that Chad's really good at doing, um, again, like that I'm not as good as is like trying to like make me put my phone down and like he'll grab my arm and you know we'll dance in the kitchen for a few minutes and just like looking into each other's eyes I know it sounds so stupid but it seriously just like helps you connect in that moment and makes you feel like someone sees you you know and someone seeing you is a big part of feeling connected and wanting to be romantic in a yeah, relationship. It doesn't need to be it does not these need to huge be events or these big vacations like little moments throughout the busy days yeah. are actually kind of the most important. Yeah. Um but it's hard, right? Like you get distracted, I get stressed. That's probably one of my issues and yeah. uh I'm less likely to do those things. You you certainly have to keep it into perspective. Yeah. Keep it in perspective and so you know, waking up and and practicing 
with gratitude and meditation, that stuff all really helps and kind of aligns the day. And you're, you're probably more prone to do those things if you, if you have those tools, I think. And then one last thing I'll say is remembering why you fell in love with that person in the first place. Um, I think always brings you back. You know, we talk a lot about like if we, when we get into arguments, I swear almost always afterwards, we'll say like, I, I remember that like we almost didn't make it together as a couple because you, like, if you listen to the first episode, you know that we broke up for a little while and got back together. And like, I don't think that, you know, without us trying really hard, our relationship would be what it is. So, um, remembering like, I'm going to get emotional (laughs) why you fell in love with that person. Um, when you are in an argument or something is always something good to come back to. All right, next up. Totes. (laughs) Uh, How do you deal with trust and jealousy? I have to be honest with you guys. Like Chad and I have our share of issues just like any couple, but jealousy is something that we've never, we've never dealt with. Um, I think that when you have, trust in someone like I can know full well that Chad can have co-workers who are female and he'll go out to like before COVID you know he would go out to dinner with them shout out to Jen <laughs> I think that like it's fine I don't have any problem with it and it's when you can trust that person um it just makes life so much easier I honestly think that at least anyone I've known who has trust issues going into a relationship where they don't think that their partner, you know, being friends with someone of the opposite sex is okay. It it always leads to problems down the road. So I think that open communication is the most important. So if you do feel like, hey, this seems off or weird, like bringing that up with your partner immediately. But also like, I've never been the type to like go into Chad's phone and like look at his text messages or like that's it's just like I've never had any suspicions that he was doing something weird. So there's no point in doing that. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, that's kind of like, <laughs> it's interesting because that's like the females, I, I think, perspective on that question. Like yeah. when I read it, it's more just about trust in general. And yeah, it's really important to a marriage. I mean, I think for us and in the context of not only a marriage, but when you have kids, you're making a lot of pretty big decisions. And so you just need to really be extremely good at communication. And, you know, we've had issues with if there are things that like you're incapable of doing, you're not really planning on doing, like you need to be transparent and talk it out. Um, You know, that's where we've gotten in trouble in the past or is around things that were said. and, And, you know, it's a bit easier when you don't have all the responsibilities of what we have today. And so, you know, communication is key. And if you say something, plan on doing it. Like you need to depend on each other. You're saying trust in that way. Like trust, trust in that way. Trust yeah. in that way. Like, like when you say to your partner, hey, I'm going to do something, following through on it. Yeah. Because that's what builds your partner's confidence in you. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, you're right. We have like, we have I've definitely, like I've said, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And then not done it. And I think that that has led to like an argument or two between me and Chad. But um, on the jealousy subject, what yeah, what's not- your thought there? I, I guess we're lucky. It's just a non-issue. It really is. It's never been an issue, and I don't. I don't assume it ever will be. Um, well, what would you say to someone like, who was dealing with that? Oh, well, I mean, I think people can be really irrational about this stuff. I mean, if there's a reason to be jealous, and there's a reason to be suspicious, and there's been trust issues in the past, and there's reasons to have trust issues, that's one thing. But you know, I don't think that conclusions should be jumped to. 
pay close attention. I feel like if you're truly in love and you're paying attention, it'll be obvious if um if they're doing something. If their mind shady. or heart has wandered. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're lucky. I don't have a lot of advice because I haven't had to deal with it that yeah. often. Okay. Do you recommend living together before marriage? hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. Um we got back together. Uh, back in 2016 and Chad moved in like almost right away with me. He moved to Vegas. Um, and I think that it taught us a lot about how to be together. Uh, you know, in, not in the like most romantic moments. It's like, uh, like how to be together when you have to take out the trash or when the other person's not in the best mood all the time. Like you see a different side of that person and you you learn how to live with one another what thank <laughs> you so we we're big fans of sebastian maniscalco and there's a skit where like a couple moves in together and he's watching her brush her teeth and he's like i hate you <laughs> i mean it's a, i'm of course being facetious but like you know like living with someone you just learn all the things you love all the things that you you're know, gonna that have to deal with deal with like it's just a really good test before you get married. pilot to yeah. a marriage. It just is. Like, you need to cohabitate. Uh, and it's not all rosy. Like, there are things you have to learn about each other and, and things you have to deal with. And, and it's a beautiful thing. But, yeah, absolutely. I think... Uh, I don't think there's any harm to it. There, There's no harm. Yeah. Let's be honest. The divorce rate is 50 plus percent. Yeah. Like, you, you would be doing yourself a favor to understand that, that side exactly. of things before you, you made, you know, what we feel to be an extremely unbreakable commitment. That is marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this one we got a lot. And I think that, first of all, <laughs> I have to say before I read the question. You overspend. <laughs> <laughs> that. But also, every couple is different in terms of the way that they do finances. Mm. And so the way that we do it is not going to be what works for everyone else. But we'll break it down for you. So the way that we do finances is that when it comes to things that are monthly reoccurring bills for things that we both use, we split like our electricity bill, our gas bill, our internet, um, our groceries, stuff for West, stuff for West. Like those are the things that we split. But if I want to go out and buy myself a Chanel bag, that's on me. Or if Chad wants to go and get himself some new hiking gear, that's on him. Um, and then when it comes to vacations, you know, recently it was mostly like one of us paying for a vacation or the other, but we've started kind of splitting those two. Now that we're a family with West, it's kind of like, we just look at those things as things that we split. So we have a joint bank account, we have a joint credit card. Um, but then we also have our own bank accounts and credit cards. Do you think that sums it up? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what works for us. I have all kinds of unique investments that are only in my name, mm -hmm. and so does she. I mean, everyone's, I think, a bit different, but I do think it's really important to understand each other's financial situation when you're married. Before I think getting into it. it's a bit weird when it's that opaque, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I think that that's something, like, again, Chad and I have always been really upfront and honest with each other about everything, um, you know, I, I don't really, I, I, I talk to him about like weird, like medical conditions. <laughs> I talk to him about everything. Um, and some stuff I can totally understand why you wouldn't want to talk to your partner about it. But I also think that 
finances is one of those areas that you just, you would have to be transparent about. So that's that. And speaking of telling Chad about things that I do, <laughs> he knows that I go get colonics. And <laughs> one of the questions that we got was, does Chad do wellness things like acupuncture and colonics? And the answer is no. Um, it's just not his speed. Um, I think that he likes to like, there are certain things that he does do. Like um, I've, I'm so proud of him for, you know, he brought all of his supplements to Arizona with us when we just came this week. Um, and that's something that I don't think he would have done a few years ago. So I'm really proud of him for that. He does yoga. He, um, what else? Like, I you know, massages. Likes- I mean, I love acupuncture. I'm just... I'm just not as like diligent about it, I guess. Or I've never necessarily had like the the need, uh, some massive injury or or, yeah. or that kind of thing. Um, I'm a bit all over the place with my regiment. He's not as like um, what's the word I want to say? Like structured, structured as I am. Yeah. yeah. So like where I say I'll go get acupuncture once a week or every two weeks, like. And then I'll go get a clonic once every three months. Like I am on that stuff like clockwork. Like I schedule it in my calendar. Chad's kind of more, you know, if I feel like doing yoga today, I'll do it. Um, We're like, (laughs) like everybody's different. And so um, I'm just proud of him for this stuff, for the wellness stuff that he does do to take care of himself. Because like, even after our episode with Dylan, he started, you know, taking better care of his skin. And so I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of the stuff that he does do because he does take care of himself. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Quickly pausing this episode of the show to let you know that my private one-on-one coaching container is now open. Over the course of 2021, I'm only going to be working with a small select group of women to help them return to feeling like they're at home in their bodies, to help them lose resistant weight, to feel less anxious and more energized. My one-on-one coaching is truly for you if you're tired of feeling depleted, overwhelmed, bloated, or like you're just not enough. There's no magic pill or cleanse or detox that's going to work. You are really ready to make that commitment to yourself and create the habits that will lead you to hormonal balance and vibrant health. I'm here to help you get to the root cause and create meaningful change. If you're feeling called to work with me so that you can finally feel at home in your body, head to the link in the show notes to learn more. All right, next question. What do you do when you're anxious? When I'm anxious, and I've shared this on Instagram before, the first thing I like to do is go outside um, and just step away from whatever, you know, is making me anxious. If it's daytime, I like to get outside and like take a few deep breaths outside. Um, I like to put a few essential oils into my palms and just like inhale one of those breath essential oils or something like that. I think that always makes me feel more calm. I, (laughs) when, if we're laying in bed at night and I'm anxious, I'll ask Chad to, (laughs) I say put hand, which (laughs) means for him to put his hand on my shoulders because that for some reason his touch, it's like that Reiki effect where like it's just energy going into your body. I seriously feel more calm just when, you know, there's that weight there of the person you love. Um, so those are a few things. And then on top of that, you guys know, um, meditating, 
is something that always helps me. That's like what I do as a preventative measure for anxiety because I just naturally run really anxious. Um, and so if I get ahead of it, I think that that is a big way. And then I think one thing that people don't really take into account when it comes to anxiety is balancing your blood sugar. And I talk about this on Instagram a lot, but ensuring that you have a good quality breakfast that has protein and good healthy fats and fiber so that your blood sugar is set up to not like spike and crash throughout the day because that in and of itself can cause anxiety. So nourishing myself, um, you know, with food is something that I do too. What about you? What do I do when I'm anxious? Go outside, you know, go on mountain bike rides, walks, even like broader from a broader level when I'm, you know, just anxious kind of in general, like that signals to me that, you know, honestly, I need to take a backpacking trip or go on a long I think that nature for both of us is something that's really calming. And I think that don't, a lot of people don't necessarily think that it's something that will help because it's just so simple, but it always does. I think if you don't think you like nature, then you're confused. That's my honest <laughs> opinion on that matter when people don't say they like it. But, you know, I guess I'm willing to be wrong here. Yeah, like just like even going to the hot tub at night, um, slowing down. They're, doing you know, less. Like doing something new, especially in COVID. You know, life has gotten so, um, you know, static at times. It's so like taking Wes to a park that I haven't taken him to and taking him on the swing. I mean humans were meant to have different experiences and and modern day society kind of dictates that like we do a lot of the same things every day. And that, that honestly creates anxiousness for me. So I need variety. It's probably the reason why I'm not nearly as structured as you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And you know, a glass of wine helps every year, every now and again. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Uh, all right. Does Chad do wellness by Kelly workouts? Um, so, you know, there are t- times where I'll guide him through a little something. We actually have a workout on the website that we did together probably like six months ago. That was like a partner workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do yoga together. Sometimes I'll stretch him on the Pilates reformer. But no, it's not something that he typically does. T- typically, he likes things that are more high intensity. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or being outside. Um, mountain walking bike. is like part of your regimen. We do a lot of that together. We do do a lot of walking right. together. Um, but like my yoga flows and Pilates flows. No, like that's not typically something he does together unless I specifically yeah. ask him to, um, I'm an unpaid extra on the videos, <laughs> but I think that, um, again, men and women are so different in terms of the workouts they can and should be doing. Um, in my opinion, the higher intensity stuff is better for men because they run on a 24-hour hormone cycle, whereas women run on a 28-day hormone cycle. And so being more gentle with our bodies and our hormones so that those hormones have the ability to flux as they need to over those 28 days um, is really important. So that's just my philosophy. What's the best tip for productivity? Oh my gosh, morning routine. Having a structured morning routine is what helps me personally expand out into the rest of my day and say, okay, I've accomplished all of this this morning. Now I get to like, I I have the energy and the motivation to go accomplish everything that I want to in my day. It's like what sets me up for success? This is a complex question. I think (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> tips for productivity is complex for Chad. Well, I don't like. I think you need to love your work. It's so uncommon these days, or it's like seen as like unique. Like, oh, you're one of those. Like, love your job. Like, I guess it's kind of sad. Yeah, but, you it know, is. I think. You need to wake up to be productive. You need to wake up every day truly believing in what you do, ideally loving what you do. I think that's step number one. You nailed it. It's going to breed productivity because you're going to be motivated and feel empowered. You know, money, in my opinion, only goes so far. I think everyone realizes that sooner or later. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you really just have to really, um, you know, be passionate about what you do. And so I think just like generally in life, like make decisions carefully. Um, don't do things for other people. Follow your your dreams. I think that just honestly creates productivity and motivation in so many different areas. But like from a day to day, yeah, I believe in. I like your answer better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> More um, high level, I guess. But yeah, I use calendars religiously. I, I I write out like big at my company. Just generally, we're very big on like long term, medium term, and short term goals. It's very easy to get uh, thrown in a thousand different directions. I think it's very important to like wake up with every day and, and kind of have an idea of what the goals are. And I mean, like humans are goal oriented, right? Even like the process of making your bed has been scientifically proven to like stimulate the day, right? So like set measurable goals and you will feel productive when you hit them. Yeah, I think that what you said about calendars is so important. Um, you know, we both live and die by our calendars. We actually just combine them into one Google calendar. Chad's been begging me to do that for like a year now. So <laughs> that's that. <laughs> but um, I think that um, scheduling things in, even time for yourself, I know that sounds crazy, but when you're a parent and you're trying to balance, you know, your work and things that you love and trying to have a moment to yourself in the day, scheduling everything is the way that it all gets done. So that's, I think that's a really good one too. Sure. Um, okay. How did you know that the other people you dated weren't right for you when you broke up? And what advice would you give to your younger selves? Um, so I think that Chad and I had to go through this breakup in order to be married. Um, but I think that when you didn't, when you don't, there is just like a spark there. That's the only word that I can use to describe it. It's like this feeling that I have that when I'm in a conversation with him or when he looks at me, that he just gets me. Like he, I wanted, to, I was going to use a bad word, but he just understands me. Like, and um, he gets my humor. He gets, you complete me kitchen. <laughs> Like, it's just that that's the feeling that you have. And when I was dating the guy that I was dating, and I I can't speak for Chad, uh, but I I didn't feel that. I, you know, he was nice enough, um, but I just didn't have that feeling. Um, And so (laughs) Chad's making a face. (laughs) Um, That was how I knew. Um, And what advice would I give to my younger self? Gosh, um... I don't even know. What advice would you give to you, our younger selves? It's really hard because humans do not like change and they don't like the idea of permanent change. Mm-hmm. But but the reality is sometimes like it's very cheesy, but it's also very accurate. Like you do have to 
understand the timing of things. And if you love someone, you, you have to let them go a lot of times. And it's such a hard thing to grasp, but... Yeah, I don't think that there's anything that we would have done differently. force this stuff. You know, the timing wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a was a really good chance that it never would have worked out. But, uh, gosh, I mean, it, that's okay sometimes, to be honest. And yeah, and does, I think that if like, so, for someone who's in that position, whoever asked this question, and, you know, maybe you're going through a breakup, and maybe you will get back together and maybe you won't. But whatever does happen, it's it's meant to be you just have to love yourself before you can love anyone else and that's not something that you know everyone has figured out at a very young age and um i guess that is the best advice i think that's the best advice that that you could give because i think that when we broke up i know i don't know i'm not going to speak for chad but i know that i wasn't in a place where i loved myself i was dealing with a lot of stuff with my own body image um, with my own self-confidence that I didn't love. And, you know, I've t- spoken to him plenty of times about that. We've been really transparent about it. And he knows what was going on for me back in those days when I was in college. But at the time, he didn't. And um, he had no idea what, what I was doing, dealing with medically either, like with my thyroid issue and all of that. Um, and so I think that if I would have been in a better place of loving myself, maybe it would have worked out the first time. I don't know how you feel about how your own self-confidence was the first time we dated, but I think that we both grew a lot in uh, those years. I think confidence was fine. I think my maturity was low. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 there's, you can have a high school sweetheart and, and you know, all the, other, all the only person you've ever known and that could be the love of your life. I think that does work. But, like, I think you also do need to date people to understand, like, what you don't like, what you do like. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not saying you should break up with someone and go try new things. But, like, we're humans. We, we learn through experience. And, uh, you know, marriage is a lot more than just being in love or being attracted to someone, right? There's a lot that goes into that. There's compatibility and everything. And so, yeah, I don't know. We grew up a lot when we broke up. I think it was really important. It's not how I would have like written the story if someone asked how it perfectly would have gone, but you know, it worked out for us and Mm -hmm. you just need to be like willing to give each other space. Like relationships get toxic at times and you might very well love each other. And I think if you force it and force it, you, you know, it gets to a place where it might not ever work. Um, you know, don't be afraid to, uh, you know, let people go, I guess sometimes, you know, especially if you're younger. Yeah. So I, I would say just to boil it down, the best advice that I could give or that we could give is to be inquisitive and ask yourself, like, are you in a place where you love yourself right now? Because that could very well be the reason that the relationship isn't working. Because when you come from a place of loving yourself, that's when the relationship has a much higher chance of working. You're not dependent on somebody else to feel good. It's all coming from within. Yeah. Um, okay. I like this one. <laughs> Whoever asked this is a legend. <laughs> Most annoying thing about each other. God, where do I start? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Probably you would, you would yeah, say that she, I don't clean up after myself in the kitchen. Yeah, she's super fucking messy. That's definitely... Uh, <laughs> it's not even like that. Well, it's that. And, you know, it is what it is. Let me just but, say there's a difference between dirty and messy. I'm messy, not dirty. You're messy, dirty. yeah. Uh, but when you have kids... It's really important to teach them certain things, and that, that's the context in which I look at it at this point. Yeah, he wants me to teach Wes to be more neat and tidy than I am. If Wes sees mommy leaving her shit everywhere, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> I'm going to be like, well, that's not fair. And I'm going to say some. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, the most annoying thing about Chad. Okay. <laughs> I might get in trouble for saying this. <laughs> but he has this way with words. And if I'm mad at him about something... He can somehow talk me out of being mad about mad at him and make it like my fault. He's very like very good with words, um, and it's like frustrating to me sometimes because I, I like forget about why I was even mad in the first place. Um, so that's the most annoying thing. True about. sales. <laughs> um, okay, favorite book. We're almost done. That's an impossible question, to be honest. I think. Okay, I favorite many. book right now. Oh, I'm reading this book called When. It's really interesting. What's it, it actually, about? It's about timing of everything. And it shows like curves of when people are the happiest. For reference, you know, people typically wake up and they're the second happiest during the day. It usually goes down into a valley. And then they're the most happy like late afternoon, you know, okay. post work. But it's just an example. Um, but timing is everything in life. And it talks a lot about that. And uh, it's super interesting. So that's what I'm reading right now. I wouldn't say it's my favorite book. I don't know. Maybe The Alchemist or... Uh, you like just, Sapiens a lot. I like Sapiens a lot. There's a lot of good that's books. That's a book about evolution. It's a tough question. Um, Chad likes more books that are like... Um, History? Yeah. I think that for me right now, um, I really liked the book A Return to Love. That was a really big help on my self-healing journey. And then I also... Like, as for right now, the book that I love the most is um, Glennon Doyle, Untamed. I think that she comes out with just a lot of truths for women, um, things that we all experience around our body image, around um, confidence, around people-pleasing, around, you know, feeling like we're unworthy because we want to rest. There's just so many good nuggets in that book. Um, so if you haven't read it yet, which I feel like so many people have, um, it's a great read. All right. Last question. Who is your dream podcast guest? Oh, easy. Tiger Woods. <laughs> if you're out there, Tiger, we're ready. <laughs> oh God. No one's dominated, in my opinion, a sport like he has and he's just a fascinating individual, you know, outside of his transgressions. No one's perfect, but yeah. I mean, he's got an incredible story, a fascinating childhood. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with sports. I'm even more obsessed with golf. Tiger. I love it. I think that's a great one. Um, gosh, that's a hard question for me. Honestly, I would really love to get my naturopath, Valerie Davidson, on next season. I love her to death, and I think that she has a lot of knowledge about women's hormones and um, women's health in general. She's the person who has helped me heal my thyroid, um, and so I would love, I think a lot of our listeners too, would love to hear her insights um, on not only what supplementing with other hormones can do for you, but also what lifestyle changes can do for you, because that's really where... Um, I feel like integrative medicine happens. So that's that. Thank you guys for joining us today. 
We are so grateful that you have been with us all season. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet, we would love if you go ahead and do that. Rate, review the show. Uh, and we will see you again next week. Hey, thanks for listening. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also connect with us on social media at Wellness by Kelly. Drop us a DM for who you want to hear from. 